This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Celtics Nuggets tonight as the Celtics try to overcome the Hillman jinx from my lead this morning and continue their unbeaten streak at home. And could they become the first team to ever remain undefeated at home. We'll find out, I guess. Long way to go. Yeah. But not as long as if it were the start of the season. Yes. So trending in the right direction, right. Wiggy. Extremely difficult. But you know what? Even if you lose one or two games or even three games at home, mm-hmm. that means you got a pretty good basketball team. And a reminder on the Subaru of New England text line, I had forgotten about this, but should Bill Belichick go to Atlanta and win a Super Bowl, Curtis will resign. I forgot that he had said that on this radio show. I, I am as safe as ever. No wonder you're so interested in getting the Newton teachers back to work uh, and ending this strike. I so would that say at that least if, one paycheck coming in. If Bill Belichick wins a playoff game, I will resign. Oh, wow. <laughs> Curtis. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy in today's NFL. Your oh, hate is showing. Yeah. Uh, well, not for Bill over the last five years. Yeah, but all it takes is look. Because do you think there's a possibility that the Texans could beat Baltimore? Um, yes, of course. Yeah, of course. There's always Baker a Mayfield has twice as many playoff wins as Lamar Jackson. You think you think the Texans could? Is that going to be your lock? You, I mean, no, no, no. You I'm just loves, saying you love C.J. Stroud, right? And but I understand. I, why I guess you do, the but. point I'm trying to make is the Texans are the blueprint on how you can get to an organization, you get the right guy, and turn your team around, and now you're a Super Bowl contender. If mm-hmm. you believe the Texans are a Super Bowl contender, this is Al from Everett. Hello, Al. Hello, guys. How are you? What's up? So, Wiggy, not too long ago, yet yet another something we disagreed about. What did I say? Nobody was going to be interested in Bill Belichick. Mm. I I told you, I'm downtown making subs, and I know he's a fraud. You don't think (laughs) all these owners know he's a fraud? Are you paying attention, guys? (laughs) Look at his career. This will be his third career without Tom Brady, and he's going to fail again. Mm Mm-hmm. What more do you need to see, guys? Well, I it's, it's going to be very gonna, interesting. I, yeah, I mean, they're going to win fail. the division next year. Like, yeah. I don't. Right. And yeah. and he nobody wanted him yet. Atlanta has now interviewed him twice, and he's going to have a job in Atlanta in the next twenty four hours. Because you look at Atlanta and you look at that potential landing spot. He defensively hasn't he proven that he could do it with guys that you know 
you know, his two best players got hurt this year, and the defense was still pretty good, right? I mean, they have a reasonable draft pick, correct? Eight, I believe. Yeah, no, I believe. So they're picking get, eight for the fourth year in a row. Yeah. They can get a quarterback. It could oh, Jaden Daniels could fall to eight if the Patriots go Marvin Harrison Jr. Jaden right. Daniels is absolutely available at eight. Defense is good, right? And they got talent top ten, on a, top ten defense when it comes to yards allowed, especially in the red zone. They were right. tremendous this past year. And you got talent on offense. You have he, now he hasn't panned out, but uh, you know people were talking. They'll be talking when he was coming out of the draft as. You know, better than Gronk and Kyle Pitts, the tight end that they have down. They have the kid Bijan Robinson that they Drake dra- London that they drafted from Texas. You got Drake London, so you have talent on the offensive side of the football. Even if they go the route, I thought I saw something where Kirk Cousins would say he would love to play for Bill. Even if you go that route, and Do you, you think Kirk Cousins will take a dollar less to pay for play for Bill Belichick? He may uh, not need to. Yeah, I, yeah, he might not. I, I'm asking a question. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have to. Okay, but do you think he would take less money for the privilege of playing for Bill Belichick? I don't think he would personally take less you, money. Thank you. Because Why I would think, he need to take less money? Right. Because he really wants to play for Bill Belichick. No, 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 but I don't think there's going to be a ton of money that's going to be offered to him. Kirk Cousins? Yeah. What do you think the offer will be? I bet he's probably uh 17 to 20 million dollar quarterback. Oh, no way. He's, no way. It's three for 90 fully guaranteed. No way. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Wiggy, coming off an Achilles, was like he's 37. No way. Four fully guaranteed. No, that was prior to that. Coming off an Achilles, and he had a little bit of a struggle in, in Minnesota. I think he's somebody that's trying to. He didn't struggle in Minnesota. He yeah, was lighting no, it up. No, no, no. <laughs> before, no, he did. Before he got. Chime, go, go back. Before he got hurt, I think he's a guy that has to say, hey, I still can play at a high level. After the injury. This is Walter from Boston. What's up, Walter? Hey, guys. You guys got to watch college football because people keep saying Jaden Daniels is going to drop to number, you know, drop to like number four or five. He's going to be like, he might go second. Even Mel Kuyper's thinking he might go second. Now, Curtis said the other day, why pick a quarterback that last year was going to be in the the third or fourth round? So wasn't Joe Burrow his junior year, guys. Right. Mm -hmm. He, he he got better his senior year. This kid can play. He's the only kid in his draft that, if the play breaks down, can give you 70. Yeah. yeah. yeah i got to go watch more. I watched college football. Drake, I mean, Drake May's really good, but he looked like Daniel Jones sometimes. You Even Mel Kuyper and them are talking about it. I'm not all three of them guys are first, you know, should be one, two, three. It doesn't matter what order, but they should go. You guys got to watch more college football, guys. Yeah, well, they, trust me. As someone who's watched, who's yeah. as someone who's watched the tape, I can assure you, Jaden Daniels is not going before Caleb Williams or Drake May. And the other reason too, uh, is that, because that one got the professor hot. Oh, under I'm there, so, under I, the this, collar. This, this, this uh, it's uh, it's insane. Uh, People don't realize just how old Jaden Daniels is either. Jaden Daniels has been in college football so long. He threw a touchdown to Brandon Ayuk at Arizona State. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk's been in the NFL for like four years. <laughs> Yeah, now. but a lot of these guys are. I mean, he's only twenty three years old, and all these guys are old. All these guys, and, and I, listen, Kirk th- Cousins. By the way, just to circle back, seventy percent of his passes were completed. Eighteen touchdowns, five picks, a pass rating of one hundred four for twenty three hundred yards. So here is what I will say: he was not playing poorly. No, 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 he was. He, but before he got hurt, go back. What, what about the year before? What Bef- the year before? You That's just my said point. You are the one moving. I the said, no, post. I said he. Had, yeah, he, last year, Wiggy, he threw for forty five hundred yards and twenty nine right, touchdowns. All right, yeah. all right. Well, you guys think he's going to get ninety million? I don't think so. All right. Well, but Bill- the Jaden Daniels thing, real quick. Yeah. They're saying he has the capability, and I've seen and I saw him play at Arizona State, where he could give you Lamar Jackson type of running ability. Yeah. 
and he has the arm strength similar to like a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. Okay. So you could hit on this kid. Well, Bill Belichick has a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons, and he can talk about that all day long here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. We should finish the news, Courtney. Okay. There's a couple things that we didn't get to that I want to get to. Yeah. Uh, Wiggy wasn't in favor of finding people in Boston who haven't cleared their sidewalks, whether that be ice or snow. We now know how much money has been issued in said fines. We're up to 55K so far this year. Wow. Yep. 55K this year. (laughs) That's 737 tickets that have been issued as of yesterday morning, with only 40 being paid. 238 tickets were issued Wednesday this week alone. Is there a specific snow patrol? That Mayor Wu has established that goes around and gives the tickets out if you it's, don't shovel your it's sidewalk. It's got to be the same people that ticket your cars yeah. if you're me- the meter maids. Okay. Well, can I just yeah. say, it's not working. Boston is a sheet of ice right now. I was walking around <laughs> last night. Literally, I like fell twice. <laughs> yeah. Every sidewalk is just a sheet of ice. Well, we can hear from another area resident. Here's that. I think this is horrible. Somebody's going to trip and fall. Thank God I'm healthy and able. But if an elderly person comes, they're going to trip and fall. Yeah. Uh, well, shouldn't the city be doing it? Yeah, they should. It, it is scary, too. You slip and fall. It, it's it, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So uh, they should be, the city should be taking care of it. It's, it's their the sidewalk, property. It's their property, yeah. Right. Uh, Karen Reed was in court yesterday for a hearing. This is juicy. Yeah. Her, tor- her attorney, David Yanetti, said that the federal authorities, U.S. Attorney's Office, told him that in good conscience, they could not allow Karen Reed to go to trial. Whoa. So the U.S. Attorney's Office has been conducting some sort of investigation. Yep. Be that into the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office or something else. And they shared with her attorney that in good conscience, they could not allow her to be tried for murder. Correct. Hmm. Wow. It, there is so I cannot, much. I can't wait for the Netflix stock on this thing, but, or, or Dateline, or who, or both. But we need I, answers. Probable. You'll get them in due time, Courtney. You this kind of feels like one we're never going to know. No, well, she'll have to go to trial, right? Right? Isn't she going to trial? Not if the. I mean, if the feds are saying uh-huh. that what we know, what we've been able to discover means that she should not go to trial, then maybe perhaps she won't. Right, but but that's the feds. What's the prosecution going to do? Are they going to prosecute her? I don't know. We will have to see. Very interesting. Very okay. interesting. Anything else? We have a dumbest of the day. Oh, okay. Stop being dumb. And now, this woman is stone cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day. Try again, dumbass. All right, time now for the dumbest of the day. Curtis, we listened to everything that happened yesterday, and we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day. I know TikTok has a business and a shop where Courtney has enriched herself, enriched herself massively. <laughs> so I don't know if they advertise, but I feel like they should pay for the dumbest of the day segment because it's almost <laughs> always something found on their app. Mm-hmm. Police in Texas say a social media challenge teenagers are participating in is, quote, causing physical and emotional distress for residents of all ages. It's the TikTok door knock challenge, where you go to a stranger's home in the middle of the night and bang on the door. 
thing it's Dong Ditch? Yeah, You're this has been going on me. forever. Yeah. Greg, you uh, did this back in like yeah. the 1900s. I did not. Ding yeah. Dong Ditch, it was called. Oh, it's been going on forever. Yeah, okay. now we're just recording it. Yeah, it's okay. different. <laughs> That's all okay. it is. It's the same thing. So you're going to knock on somebody's door, bang on somebody's door in the middle of the night, and they're mm-hmm. going to come to the door with a weapon or shoot the gun through it. No, but you don't tr- stay and there. That, and you're going to get the likes and the views. Sorry, yeah. coming from the right. guy who got arrested for weed, he yeah. probably dig dog ditched to plenty yeah. of houses. You don't stay there and wait for somebody to come to the door. That's not the purpose of the game. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. you do it and I, run away. Yes, I, I, you don't I, want to get caught. Right? Yeah. So, you're okay with this, yeah. Wiggy? No, I mean this is this is something that before, being a kid. This was something. I don't. It's not right, but it's not TikTok. This was they were doing this when I was a kid in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Or like toilet papering yeah. houses. Weren't they? Yeah. Weren't they knocking down like for these suburban kids? Weren't they knocking down mailboxes? Yeah. Uh-huh. We used to take giant car markers and draw inappropriate things on friends' cars mm-hmm. outside of their house. Someone took time. a bat to my um, car in the middle of the night. What? Really? Just to the rear view mirror, oh. but yeah, it was very sad. Yeah, I actually is. think I know who it was. <laughs> well, see, that's different. <laughs> Wait, yeah. somebody was it a rival for some? Well, I'm guessing it was a rival for someone's affection. I was dating her ex boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Ah, see? yeah. Oh boy, you were the side piece. In oh. the and I actually, I really like her now, but I was told it was her back in the day. In really? School, yeah, I believe it. Not, yeah, hey, them side yeah. pieces. They and I remember I made my Facebook status like, I know who this is. <laughs> and we have we're, cameras. We had no cameras. Were they broken up officially? Yeah, yeah. Or oh, did yes, you, yeah. did that begin? No, 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 uh, no. They were, they were fully broken up. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, yes. Do you have a burn book? Uh, yes. <laughs> I have Twitch mean names all throughout. <laughs> all right, that's the news. Thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. If you are caller number nine or caller number ten right now on the contest line, which is 617-931-0937. You can join Courtney and Wiggy and I at Aviva Trattoria in Stoneham one week from Sunday for a playoff watch party. And I want to thank Aviva Trattoria because uh, on that Sunday, they are going to dedicate one of their dining rooms to the Greg Hill Foundation, which means that going forward, they will donate the proceeds from that dining room whenever it is used to the foundation. So unbelievable thing that they are doing at Aviva Trattoria. But we will have food. Wiggy went over the entrees and the apps yesterday. Still don't know what I'm going to get. But we will have food for you. And we will watch that championship game together. So just be caller number nine, caller number 10, and you can bring a guest and join us in Stoneham a week from Sunday at Aviva Trattoria, Italian inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And here is Courtney with what is trending this hour. Gresh and Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. And for those saying I was a homewrecker, I was no such thing. Uh, <laughs> this was well after they had broken up. Uh-huh. You really and it think we're going to believe that? It wasn't that. a side chick thing either. No, we were going was, to graduation parties together. There's no way she's smashing your taillight if you are... Uh, it was my rear view mirror, Oh, your rear view all, mirror and, if, if, she, if, she, if you... She's already broken up with the dude. Oh, well, I'm telling you what happened. The Bruins took down the Avalanche last night, five to two. A nice hat trick for Pasta. With other the other two goals coming from Jake DeBrusque and Jacob Lauko. Jeremy Swayman was in goal again. He had 30 saves in the win. They're off tonight. They have the Canadians in town tomorrow. But the Seas are in action tonight. They have the Nuggets 
at the TD Garden. Tip is at 7.30. Clean injury report here. And on to the NFL coaches. We'll start with Bill Belichick. He reportedly had his second meeting with the Falcons. Bill O'Brien is reportedly joining Ryan Day's staff at Ohio State as their offensive coordinator. Former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury is reportedly going to interview for the Bears OC position. And for Derek, the Steelers fan Art Rooney has announced that the Steelers plan to extend Mike Tomlin this offseason. The Seahawks are reportedly interested in talking with Mike Vrabel. The games this weekend, we have some good ones. Saturday, the Texans and Ravens will face off in Baltimore at 430 followed by the Packers and Niners in San Fran. Sunday's early game will be Bucks at Lions, followed by Chiefs at Bills. And Buffalo is once again asking for help when shoveling out their stadium from fans. All four of these games can be heard right here on EEI this weekend. Red Sox winter weekend kicks off tonight. EEI will be broadcasting from Springfield 10 to 4 tomorrow. That's brought to you by McFarland Energy, E.L. Harvey, and Aviva Trattoria. Good news. Mm-hmm. The official courtroom artist of this program, Sensei, already working on an artist rendition of the snow show. Yes. All right. Just heard from him. I Not hope wait. there's a spandex in there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. He made my boobs look great in one photo, so I hope he does that again. <laughs> Same with Greg. <laughs> that is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. By the way, show idea, road show for the summer. Flowery Branch, Georgia, near where Wiggy went to college. We go and see and support Bill Belichick's training camp okay. in Atlanta. All right, I'm down I'm with in. that. I'm you got to twist my arm to get me to the ATL. 23 degrees and cloudy afternoon high of 29. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Breaking Patriots news of sorts this morning, Shine. Yes, uh, the Patriots are interviewing Broncos defensive backs coach Christian Parker today for their defensive coordinator job. Mm. Uh, Parker, only 32 years old, would be one of the league's youngest coordinators. Okay. What does that say about Stevie B? Stevie B's gone. Stevie Belichick is gone in your mind? He's gone. He's going with Dad? This is the second guy that they've interviewed for the defense coordinator job. If Mayo wanted him and they were boys like that, wouldn't Mayo just give him the D.C. job? You would think so. Right. Right. The, but, Wiggy's uh, right. If they were retaining Stephen and Brian, it wouldn't be that they were offered contracts. It would be their staying. Yeah. Well, And, and Mayo is like, I want to put people around me. Why wouldn't he just go to Robert? Hey, I make. I want to make Steve my D.C. But I, again, if, it, if the... Uncoupling was not as gracious as it was portrayed to be. Mm-hmm. Would you expect either one to stay here and not go with their dad? I mean, I, I they would be better off going away from their dad, just in terms of perception. I think if if Stephen and Gerard were good friends, and and Stephen was the defensive coordinator, and the defense continued to improve, Stephen's opportunities would be far more vast than if he just stays attached to his dad. You heard uh, Skarnakia; he said it's Bill's defense. Right. I think he's staying. So I, why are they interviewing all these DCs? Then? I don't know. It's just normal process. Like this yeah. is what the Patriots. I felt like the Patriots should have been doing for the head coaching position, anyways. Even if you knew the answer, you think like, you bring in guys, you talk to them, you kind of see where they're at, kind of what ideas they have, and then you also 
build relationships with those guys outside the organization because you never know when you need to gonna need to contact them later, stuff like that. Like it's just yeah, but isn't that like a slap in the face though? Like so, not necessarily. Well, well, because so if let's say Greg went somewhere else, right? And where would I go? I uh, let's say you went to Kiss One Hundred Eight. No, let's say you went to uh, uh, Sirius XM. Let's say it was a new hip hop channel. Mm. Hip hop, uh, pop culture talk. Okay, okay. You know, and they were looking for, and they said, "Greg, we're bringing you down here. Uh-huh. We know what you do." I mean, I can, I, I feel like I can handle any format. Right. You, you got your, you got your knee deep in the culture. <laughs> Very versatile. Right. right? Just and, not BYOB. And, and <laughs> so, if the next person came in, and let's say the next person was, I don't know, Ken, or you know, somebody that Chime knew, but they started interviewing. Other, Other people, people for Shime's jobs. You yeah, but, yeah. but the difference like is we, that with you and B. We ride with Greg. But the difference is though is that is is Gerard Mayo's already extended offers to them. If they have not accepted those offers and they're they're thinking about it, he has to do his diligence as the new head coach and start interviewing other guys. Because if they decide they don't want to be here, that's their decision, not his decision. So don't you think we would have prepared for that? Is this true, this 401 texter? If Steve want, well, oh, wait, sorry, not 401. Uh, 781 text, you need the Rooney Rule interview for coordinator positions? Uh, is that true, Wiggy? You because, I, I'm not I sure. I thought it was. Because he didn't have that coordinator position last season. Right. Yeah, I don't, know, yeah. I, I don't know how that works. I thought it was just for head coaches, but who the hell knows? I could be wrong. I just feel like once you start interviewing um, other coaches, especially that are um, – that are like outside of your staff, and if Steve, like Steve's not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to be coach linebackers. Isn't he defensive coordinator or nothing? I, I mean, I would think that's what he wants. And I almost think I it's better say. for him to go with his dad. 508 Texter says Stevie B's wife posted something about Mayo on the gram last night. I did also see that. What was that? It's it, they're on a trip, and it seems like they made um, some type of koozie, like leather koozie of sort. One for Mayo, one for Steve. Oh, well, that's a clear indication that he's back. As I mean, I hope I hope he's back. Like I, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just a, a respect thing. Yeah, it could be. It could be a parting of ways gifts as a well. Custom koozie. Uh, that's a farewell gift. A yeah, custom to me, to me, it it showed that they are uh, simpatico. Yes. But, and then the other thing I would say, if the Rooney rule did matter, then why were they already a, a extended jobs, right? So why so why is there, are, like, the reports out there? So then do you think they said, all right, the defensive coordinator job is yours if you want it, and yeah. now we're waiting on to hear back from you, Steve? Here's why it's different, Wiggy. It's because I am sure that Gerard Mayo has offered the opportunity to other coaches to remain on the staff. We know about Steven and Brian because it was part of a team-orchestrated message that, look, we're all in love, we're all happy, we're all simpatico, don't think that we're hating each other. That's mm-hmm. why that was out there. Yeah, and that's why I think it's just the more of like the kind of, I'm with you, Curtis, I think it was just one of those things that they wanted to make themselves look good and say, hey, Steve, Brian, you guys are more than welcome to stay here. There's no bad blood between us. No I ba- don't think they would stay. I mean... I, I, I there's I think there is bad blood. I mean, basically right. they named the head coach in the building, you know, prior to Bill being done. Right. So but like, they want I us mean, to believe like, that there's right. no bad blood. But for of course, Ste- yeah. They but do. if if it's your best bud who's 
being the replacement of your dad. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, guess that, if they're best, that if eases the blow a little yeah, bit. I and mean, I also I think I wouldn't want, if I was Steve, I wouldn't want to go with my dad. Everybody's been just said that you were given this job on a silver platter because Bill Belichick's your dad. Don't you want to come out from underneath that? I don't think Steve Belichick had it as easy as everyone made it out to be. He is in his dad's shadow all the time. And, in if you look at this this last year's team and the year before mm-hmm. with a defense that's performed really well. So if I'm Steve, I want to stay here and prove myself. No, if you're Steve, you go because here's why you go. You already know that you can't trust Robert. You already know you can't trust ownership on how they might treat you. If you go with your dad and then you become the defensive coordinator down there, completely different media scene. If your dad does well and you're and you're the defensive coordinator and you know your dad only has a couple years, you take that job over. What do you think Arthur Blank's going to do? He's right. going to say, "Listen, you want to step in for your dad." Yeah. Rap sheet's also saying they're going to be interviewing another guy, the Saints linebackers coach, coach Michael Hodges, uh, as well. He'll be also in the interview process. Well, listen, you brought it up during your lead. Bill O'Brien is gone. He's going to Ohio State, so you get him out of the building. Great job. And that's what you want. A hundred percent. Just replacing Bill. And I said this, because you know me, I've, I've told you, I think replacing Bill was a mistake. But that being said, it would have driven me absolutely bonkers if you just removed Bill and kept everybody else around him there. And I, I, you're not accomplishing anything other than settling a grudge that you've had because... Robert and Jonathan couldn't stand the way Bill acted for the last 10 years. You're absolutely right. And I think it's also a really good sign. All of these interview candidates are young, up-and-coming coaches that are rising through the ranks, whether fast or otherwise. Like that Mike, Michael Hodges from the Saints, mm-hmm. young guy. Uh, as we said, the, the D-backs coach from the Broncos, 32 years old, young guy. That gives me a lot of hope mm-hmm. that he's going to do the same thing on the offensive side of the ball and look younger and more creative on the offensive side. This is Jeff from New Hampshire, where we will be two weeks from today at Loon Mountain for the first ever snow show. I hope you're going to come over, Jeff. Well, we'll try to make it. Uh, so, you know, I think there's myself and, and thousands of people, uh, fans around New England, think that they could do a better job at owning the, the Patriots and Kraft. These guys are supposed to be shrewd businessmen. And, and Wiggy, you made a point about uh, not trusting ownership. That's why Mayo had this put in his contract two years ago about, about, getting, the, about getting this job because he didn't trust ownership uh, for a handshake deal to just get the job. Now, Mayo was going to take this job knowing that uh, Mac Jones was established. They had a, he was going to take the team over, and it was going to be in a good position. That changed. That's not this way. There has to be something in Mayo's contract with the Crafts about taking over the team about some sort of financial uh, penalty that the Crafts would pay to get out from under Mayo if he wasn't ready to go. And I it don't was... think he is ready to go. Yeah, I mean it was ten million dollars, right? Like, so if they didn't well, give him, if they didn't give him the job, they had to pay him ten million. Okay, well they give him ten million. They're already paying Belichick twenty five minus whatever the other team's going to pay him for business. <laughs> for, the team needs to get better. It needs to get better quickly. And I don't think the linebackers coach that learned everything he knows from under Belichick. If you want to make major changes, and the offense is the problem, not the defense. You need to, like Shime said, get younger. Get get creative on offense. Not a guy that was already coaching was the defense, which isn't the problem. I think the Crafts are making a huge mistake with with Mayo. Yeah, Thanks, guys. I mean, 
Listen, when it comes to the timetable, you said they need to get better quicker. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the timetable, when this team will be better, they will get back to you shortly after a collaborative evaluation of where they are, I which they are undergoing right now. I think a top to bottom. Every corporation, Greg, <laughs> every corporation, Greg, I think runs best with two people with the same amount of power at the top. I mean, every every great empire, every great country, yeah. you name it. And, you know, as as Oscar said, Wiggy, where would the Catholic Church be without the two popes? Right. Uh, $172 million is what Robert Kraft purchased the Patriots for. They're worth about $7 billion. Do you think he has $35 million sitting around? And you know what my negative slant on why all these coaches are being retained is? Jerry Jones, at all, doesn't want to pay them to do nothing. The only one that keeps doing it is the pumpkin pie haircutted freak in L.A. or Vegas with the Raiders. <laughs> he just doesn't even realize that he's sniffing glue. He has no idea what's going on. Every other owner now is retaining coaches outside of Mark Davis and the billionaire with the Panthers. And I also, and like, and I kind of disagree with the caller with Mayo not being ready or the right guy. You won't know. If he okay, is, okay. I appreciate your optimism. I, I get it, but he's he. The caller's correct. How? He learned he learned how to coach on the Bill under Bill Belichick. Okay, so where's the change? If Bill was the awful, mean, intelligent man, what? Where's the change? You already see it. You already see it. It you see right. how because with the guys that he's interviewing. You already see that. You already see that Mayo. So is Troy Brown gone? I I wouldn't be surprised. It looks like his coaching staff is going to be completely new. Completely new. And also, just because you learn underneath somebody, you also want to take the things that you didn't like about that person and make it different. So (laughs) Gerard Mayo learning under Bill Belichick, I think it actually helps because he's going to see how players responded to Bill Belichick, whether that be good or bad, and then take that and learn from it. I don't buy, like, and and like I said, I've heard Gresh talk about this and other people talk about it. I don't buy in, like, oh, you need to be, you need to have... uh, 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 some type of track record when it comes to coaching. You need to be a former defensive coordinator. You need to be a former offensive coordinator like Mayo doesn't have enough experience. Well, Dan Campbell was a tight ends coach. John Harbaugh was a special teams coach when he took over as the head coach of the Baltimore. How long has Dan Campbell been the head coach of the Detroit Lions? Three years. Okay, so it took him three years to get to the playoffs. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay. This is the timeline I said is is accurate for like the okay. Patriots. Mayo won't give you a timeline, by the way. No, he won't give it to you. But uh, if they're if workshopping one, they're well, work- it worked <laughs> collaboratively. But the, the Miko Ryan's did they bring in consultants, Curtis? Yeah. Are there, okay. Well, the consultants now there's consultants that are evaluating the consultants that they hired, and then they're going to get back and they're going to have a Socratic meeting about it. Is it the same guys from Office Space? It is. Okay. Yeah. They're We're going to need in. you to come in on We're going to go ahead and ask you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> Am I an old head if I think that the comedies today don't match up? Oh, you're um, right. The last good one was S Creek. What? Everything else has been crap. Oh, you mean television shows? Television, te- television, television I mean, shows. I he's talking movies, though. Yeah, but you I'm know. sure no, all no, I'm right. thinking like any type of comedic uh, media does not measure up to what they used to like be. Like, nothing wow. stacks up to, like, Anchorman and Step Brothers. No. Like, movies? Movies or TV. The Office. Thank well, you. Pre- it? I think Succession was hilarious. Killing it's pretty... <laughs> killing it's no, funny. It was. It, it was funny, but that's a drama. It doesn't matter. It was you hilarious. You said comedy? Killing I'm it is funny. I'm saying comedy. Yeah, killing it I, on I, um, Hulu. Succession is... Uh, 
is a cro- is a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a comma dramedy Dra- drama drama uh, comedy. It's a comedy. You tried. It is. I don't need a laugh track. Huh. Yeah. Do you need a laugh track to know when to laugh? No. There were great lines in uh, Succession. I would say Succession's the best written show I've seen in 20 years. Why Billions. Ne- why, why do the networks still use laugh tracks? Because people, we're dumb. The people aren't Who even there. Who uses a laugh mm-hmm. track? Huh? Who uses a laugh track? Uh, Wick show. No oh, disrespect true. to That's Wick. an NBC Ooh. thing. Well, I'm not saying anything. That... It's a good show. Oh my! But I just, I just don't need the laugh track. On a day yeah. that, you... yeah, you will not be sitting courtside. Oh, get out of here, Greg! On a I day that you sh- jinx the home record, you're also attacking his new show. No, I love the show. Mm-hmm. Brilliant oh. television. That is weak to go after Wick like yeah. that. This is, I'm not. This is Tim from Hingham. Hello, Tim. <laughs> you guys, thanks for the call. Uh, let me take in the call here. Yes. Uh, I got three quick takes. Steve Belichick. I got uh, Belichick himself and the draft. Belichick, Steve Belichick, definitely has that coordinator position. The only thing is he's waiting on his dad. His dad's got the job. They're gonna, he's going to check. The dad will tell him if it's more lucrative and if that's the spot. But he can definitely go there if he doesn't take that job. Okay. To the draft. The first two, the first two picks are done. Quarterbacks are gone. We're getting Marvin Harrison Jr. This kid is not going to be a bust because he's going to be like Devontae Smith, a hundred percent no bust guy for uh, Philadelphia. So he's definitely going to be worth worthy of it. And here's the deal: we're not taking a quarterback. We got to fix that line. The line they they have to have because if they don't get and pay for the guys to come in here on top of their drafts. They can't even work it with the running backs nor the quarterback. Whatever quarterback they got, it's already shown. Yeah. And the last thing, Belichick with with uh, Atlanta, Belichick's going to get either nine or eleven win season this year. So the thing is, he blank. Like I said prior, the blank is going to give him the money to get whatever he's got to get to help that talent that they already have, all young talent on Atlanta. Yeah. I, I think that I don't – I say you go with the quarterback. I mean, I like the Marvin Harrison thing, but I'd rather go young quarterback and T. Higgins versus veteran quarterback and Marvin Harrison Jr. Because if the young quarterback hits and they ha- they're saying, especially with the kid like Jaden Daniels, they're saying that he has the skill set to be – athletically like Lamar Jackson, and then he has the ability to throw the football. Well, I, Look but, at what Lamar has been able to do in his short time yeah. in the NFL. But Mayo already told you, essentially, he's picking a quarterback. Which I'm, I, I love. That's what he said this week. How excited are you for the draft? You got the third pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. And now it's on your shoulders. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. What I will say is this. We're going to draft the best player for a position that is very important. You put the pieces together. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that. They're going to draft the quarterback. And I love that. And Greg, Steve Burton provided the laugh track. I thought that was sweet. (laughs) But, Wiggy, you need to dial it back a little bit on comparing Jaden Daniels to Lamar Jackson. Very different. What, 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 why? He's more like Russell Wilson. No, when he's Russell not. Wilson first came out. Who, yes, Jaden Daniels? Yes, he is. He's legit 6'3", 6'4". I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying a, the way he plays, Wiggy. I'm telling you. No. Way, yes. I see, I remember when he was a freshman in Arizona State. I watched his tape from high school. <laughs> no, but if you look at his his comps, like all these NFL experts, they you comp uh, quarterbacks, They they got a, he has a skill set similar to Lamar Jackson. 
And I'm not saying he's going to be Lamar Jackson. All I'm saying is if you have that skill set, like, you know, a Justin Fields, if you do hit, that is potentially the quarterback that you could have. So, See, if you take Marvin Harrison Jr., you have to have a quarterback. And I don't know who that – I mean, they're not – as an island guy, mm-hmm. I, they're not thinking about considering running it back with Mac Jones, are no, they? No, I, I don't think you can. Are, are they thinking that without Bill – Mean Mr. Belichick around that Mac is a serviceable quarterback? If you're doing that, you're just kind of naive. It's been three years. You have plenty of evidence to show you exactly what Mac Jones is. It's not, nothing is going to change. You can change the entire environment around him. Nothing's going to change. If you go, if you go Marvin Harrison Jr., what that then tells me is you're in the market for a trade of like a Justin Fields, a Kirk Cousins, like uh, uh, Curtis talked about. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe a a Baker Mayfield, but you're in the you're in the market for that type of quarterback if you're going Marvin Harrison until you ultimately maybe find the guy. Because even if you want Kirk Cousins, right? Kirk Cousins is not the long term answer. If you get Jaden Daniels or uh, uh, Caleb Williams or Drake May, if one of those guys hit, they are the long term answer, and then maybe you could get the wide receiver in free agency, a young guy like a T. Higgins or a Michael Pittman Jr. The issue, Greg and Wiggy, is that look at the – I did this all the way back to like 2009. You're about a 30% hit rate on a top five quarterback of people that are good and sustainable in the league. It doesn't have to be pro bowlers, but a good player. That's true, but almost everybody in left in the playoffs is a first-round quarterback, like outside of what, Brock Purdy? And it's the same way probably with a wide receiver, Curtis. You know, I mean, you think, think it's the same hit rate? Maybe. Yeah. I, I haven't done the same research on wide receivers. I mean, you think about all the misses at wide receivers. We saw uh, oh, Charles Charles Rogers. We saw Justin Blackman. Justin Black- Henry Ruggs. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton. To be clear, though, so you're saying that if they don't take a quarterback, that doesn't just mean that they're going to run it back with Mac. No, no, no. I think then they'll be looking in the free okay. agent or trade market um, to bring in like a. You know who know it, who knows what Chicago's going to do number one overall. With Justin Fields, do they feel like he's made enough strides and they're now rumored to bring in Cliff Kingsbury that he can turn him around and they take Marvin Harrison Mm. Jr.? Yeah. Also, you get credit when it comes to a senior citizen hire with Jaden Daniels. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I would say He's not old. He's the the same age. He's he's, he's He's older than C.J. Stroud. He's your age. He's 23. (laughs) He's your age. He's 23 years old. Well, it appears that interviews underway or will be shortly when it comes to the next defensive coordinator here in New England, and he can talk about that all day long on Boston Sports Original WEI. Obviously uh, tougher, you know, when you, we play with a little lot in the third period. So teams going to come back, you know, they, they're going to have their push and, and uh, they get their chances. So earlier in the season, you know, we kind of weren't prepared for it. You know, now we got through some, you know, uh, times that uh, teams came back on us, you know, and, and that made us only stronger. So uh, good for us um, that we were able to, you know, um, finish the game and, and got the insurance goal today. Mayor's office this morning, apparently Mayor Wu disgusted with the hat littering that went on last night 
at the TD Garden. I'm sure that's coming at some point. What a waste of a bunch of good hats. But David Posternock answered Mike Milbury, who was very critical on this program yesterday with the hat trick last night. And I, I somebody was warning me not to fall into the uh, regular season hype that we all fell into last year when it comes to the Boston Bruins. But uh, this hype was, is a bit different than the one last year. Because the one last uh, year was like history, history, history. This is more about your every single game. It seems like different guys are stepping up. Well, and you can come back like, yeah. you know, you can come back in a game like last night. And I think, uh, you know, I don't think it's the same thing. Well, also last year felt like a wagon. And so it's like, all right, we expect you to be this good. None of us expected this. Like I even still look at this team and I question how they've been able to do what they've done to this point. Like I don't, th- I don't feel nearly the same way as I did last year. They're right. goaltending. I mean, coming into the season, I think expectations were all right. They take a step back a little bit. They make the playoffs and let's see what they do in the playoffs because you got to replace Krejci and Bergeron. But everybody expect you're going to have two of the best goalies in the league, and that's still what you're seeing. And I, I think now, now people look and go, all right, they are. Having our expectations change now with this team and going, well, they should be able to do what they didn't do last year, this year? I I really think it's such a unique time where both the winner teams are the best in their respective sport, and there is this sort of wait-and-see mentality from everybody. Like I, I haven't seen everyone's a, waiting for that shoe to drop in the playoffs. Like I, I haven't seen a single TV rating locally for the Bruins or Celtics all year. That means they're not great. The, the, the teams released <laughs> that information. Yeah. So it's fascinating to me. There's, you know, I think the Celtics. By the way, total aside, I've been very critical of Joe Mazzulla about his sort of demeanor with the press. I was talking about this with Courtney off the air. I think he's matured a lot this year. In that, and, and I, I really thought it was encapsulated the other day. Gary Washburn asked Joe Mazzulla about any advice for um, Gerard Mayo's yeah. position with the Patriots being hired as a head coach, and he was very thoughtful and introspective. He said, "You know, I don't. He doesn't need any advice from me, but I love watching him work." He sat in with him during a session, I think, last year. He just appears to be much more comfortable in the role, which would stand to reason. See, I, I look at, I think this is how I see these two teams. Celtics expectations, a championship, or we're crushing them. If the Bruins don't get there, I think they have a built-in, well... Well, you know, I think it bounced in the first round again. Mm-hmm. Then that's, yeah. that's a disappointment. Then that's you might be di- looking for a new that, coach. That's a disappointment. Yes. Yes. But if they lose in the second round, I don't think people are like... Because people are going to go, well, it's difficult to replace Bergeron and Krejci. It would... So our expectations wasn't them getting to a Stanley Cup Finals or any, even an Eastern Conference Finals. Whereas with the Celtics, your expectations from the beginning of the season were NBA Finals mm. or bust. Yeah. This is Chris from Worcester. What's up, Chris? Hey, I just had a quick question for you guys in uh, the Wizard Chime. Uh, I'm looking for some parlays over the weekend and. So right now they have the Baltimore Ravens giving the Texans uh, nine and a half. We have San Fran giving the Green Bay Packers uh, nine and a half. The Detroit giving Tampa six and a half. And 
uh, the Bills giving the Kansas City Chiefs two and a half. I want to know uh, what Shime thinks for for all those games. We can hammer the Shime quickly. Shime? Yeah, uh, look, I... I like the over in Green Bay, San Francisco uh, better than actually picking the game because I was I actually said this to Courtney before the show today. To me, there's two possible outcomes for that game. Either San Francisco wins by 14-plus or the Packers win the football game. Either way, to me, there's going to be a lot of points scored, uh, so I like the over 50 in that game instead. Greg, uh, are you writing this down? Either yeah. the Packers or the Niners can win. But, but that's my point. That's why I'm not picking either side. Uh, and instead, pick the over. That was kind of the point. And then uh, with the Sunday games, though, I just like the favorites. Give me the Lions and Bills to win. Those parlayed together is like plus 130. I just want just the money line. I don't want to deal with the spreads. Just Lions and Bills both to win on Sunday yeah. is plus 130. I'll take that. Packers have a better chance of winning that game than you do of losing the 40 pounds that you want. Oh, no, oh, no, dis- oh no disrespect. No, no, I love you. Sure. You know I love you. Oh man! You know, you know, all right, we Let, do have, not a lot of confidence in me. Shime, you look great. Well, here's Thanks. what I think, Greg. Just on that topic, I think Shime may lose the forty, may not. <laughs> <laughs> Might be twenty. Curtis, Might be seven funny. and a half. Hey, we're already down seven and a half. All right. Step in the right direction. What's baby. your goal date? How many months? I, I I didn't really set it. I didn't want to okay. feel yeah. like I was. No I didn't real, feel no, like real, I was, no real goal. Just you know. no. Take it one day at a time. Yeah, I'm not trying to you know right. kill myself trying to get to some deadline. I just want to. Yeah. What's your weigh in you know, day? Uh, you mean like each week or yes, like each week? Uh, Unless you're weighing yourself daily. Uh, no, I generally do it every like three or four days. I I don't do it like on a regular basis. Oh, I, I think kinda, you should pick one day a week. Okay, yeah, one I'll day a week. Every, yeah, like every Friday Sunday. mornings. Oh, Friday mornings. No, 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 not Friday mornings. No. Monday no, mornings. No, that's after a weekend. Yeah, but oh. see, what happens, here's Bad why. No, no. Do you, get, do you ever get on that scale and the dial thing go. pops right out like a, car- <laughs> like a cartoon? No, it's it digital, does. Greg. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Here's why you don't do it Friday, Courtney, because you, you wait me back for that kielbasa joke yesterday, huh? <laughs> You're like, zoinks. <laughs> Speaking as a uh, reformed fat person, Greg, I used to do the thing where I would move the scale around to different tiles in hopes that it was right. just Oh, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the perfect spot that you get right. your perfect weight shine, but you You're should. Like, I'm gonna get. Let me get a little exercise in with a shower and see right. and see and see how I weigh after that. I think I got a little more pee. Shine, <laughs> as somebody who's lost forty plus pounds, mm. you definitely need a set a date on when you want to get to your goal. All right, uh, I would like to get to my goal by uh, uh, June or July first. All right, so July first. Okay. At least that gives you something to work towards. Summer All bod. Right. We should the plan. We should pick for this weekend. So we'll do that coming up next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.